It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Donna Kovret has been a student of yoga since 1974, including five years living in a yoga ashram, plus teacher of Thai yoga and Thai yoga therapist since 1997. In addition to teaching group classes in the public setting of yoga studios and corporate workshops, Donna works with individual clients to build personalized, holistic wellness programs, specializing with athletes, people with chronic aches and pain, and those recovering, recovering from injury or illness. Through functional movement and alignment, mindful breathing, guided meditation, and other healing modalities, she provides practitioners with a variety of therapeutic tools to open up energy channels, stabilize joints, strengthen muscles, and increase flexibility and ease. Wow. I hope that's all easier than the way I just said it, right, Donna? I know. It sounds like a magic (laughs) wand, doesn't it? It sounds so very good. And I want to thank you for joining me on Amy's Table today. You are welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, you know, we're talking about an event that you're going to be doing February 19th at New Riff. It's part of our Cocktails and Conversations series, and it's called Breathe. And I love this because I hearken back to the day that you came and spoke to us there about meditation, and you had us meditate with an orange. And I've got to tell you, you blew our collective minds that (laughs) night, and it made such an impact that I thought this is something people want to learn more about. So let's dispel the first myth of meditation. Do we have to go ohm? Do we have to be cross-legged, fingers touching, all that good stuff? Tell the truth about meditation. Well, meditation is stilling the mind, and that sounds daunting, for sure, especially with so many distractions and things that pull us um, out of stillness. Um, But there's all kinds of ways to do that. It helps to have an anchor um, to still the mind, and the breath is the perfect anchor for that. And so by paying attention to the breath in a mindful way, um, at first guided as you learn to do it, and then eventually you can do it on your own, um, you can still the mind. It's possible. There's a great um, there's a great old saying, and I think it's Chinese in origin. The mind is like a kite, and the breath is the string that guides it. So that's a great saying that illustrates how inextricably linked the breath and the mind are. And we kind of instinctively know this. If we see someone upset, what's one of the first things we say? Take a deep breath. Exactly. Yeah. Or if someone's the opposite, if say you're uh, feeling sluggish, you know, or sloth, or you've been depressed or sad, you know, one of the things that we have people do is get up and move to start circulating the heart and get the breath really active Mm -hmm. um, to stimulate the mind and the system. So, yeah, so the breath is our main tool uh, when you begin a meditation process and so or practice. You know, one of the things that I think people also think is, well, I've got to sit down and I've got to meditate for 30 minutes. Or, And you said something to me, and I wish I could remember the exact numbers you said, but something about if you just do it five minutes, you've got however many more minutes. Oh, I remember what. Yeah, so people always ask about a... Um, in in the context of a yoga practice, which is meditation, breathwork, movement, um, should they be doing it at home? And if so, how long? And I say, look, if all you do is take 15 minutes a day, that you still have 95 other 15-minute periods in the That's rest it. of your day 
to do whatever it is that you like to do. Yeah. Um, and so meditation or the practice of mindfulness and, and, and let's actually for a moment just kind of define what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is such a buzzword, but it's a powerful and profound word. It's paying attention to the present moment um, on purpose with um, attention, with wise and affectionate attention. And I'm kind of paraphrasing this from a mindfulness guru, John Kabat-Zinn, who wrote um, a book years ago called Wherever, uh, let's see, Wherever You Go, Here You Are. Um, and so at its most basic, that's what yoga is, and that's what meditation is, paying attention to the moment without judgment. And so um, that 15 minutes a day can be any of that. You can unroll a mat and throw out a bunch of down dogs if you want, or you can sit and stare at a candle flame, or, or walk through the woods, or peel an orange, you know, with mindfulness and attention. Right. And that's meditation. And so it's funny because I think also people assume that if they meditate and they're not in a transcendental state, they haven't done it right. Or, you know what I mean? So what are some of the benefits that even that peeling an orange with mindfulness or staring at the fire or a candle with mindfulness, what are some of the, you know, physical, physiological, emotional benefits that people would feel even just from that? Well, I mean, it brings more clarity. You, I mean, we are creatures of um, habitual tendencies. We have a lot of opinions and shoulds and shouldn'ts. And paying attention to what's in front of you without trying to change it, you know, and embracing that moment as it is, this moment, yeah, and now this one, and now this one. Um, what it does is it breaks up our tendency to react habitually to things. It brings more clarity. It brings more peace. Um, some of our wiser sages, certainly wiser than me, <laughs> are, you know, say that peace is in the present moment. And a lot of our self-imposed stress, because I don't want to disparage stress. Some stress is good for us, right? It can mm -hmm. be a catalyst for change. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our self-imposed stress comes from being attached to something that's already occurred. We can't change it. We can certainly learn from it or look at it. Or being emotionally attached to something that has yet to occur. And so when you start thinking about this moment and this moment, and now this one, and now this one, and this breath, and now this breath, there's a lot of peace and clarity and calm. Well, one of the things that you're going to be addressing on February 19th at the Breathe event is workplace yeah. meditation, yeah. workplace yoga. And one of the things that can occasionally happen to me, and it's probably self-inflicted, is I'll have a lot on my plate for a day and a lot of people talking to me and a lot of phones ringing and a lot of stuff happening. And I have this feeling of, wow, this is all of a sudden just a, a cacophony of sounds, everything. So how can a person who finds themselves, you know, you might be an ER nurse, you might be a kindergarten teacher, you might be anybody that might have a lot of sudden chaos going on around them. How do you pull out? 
how, what's a meditative technique? I think use? it's just practice of doing this over and over. And the more you practice mindfulness um, and meditation, the more you're able to look at something with clarity and in the moment without habitually reacting. It doesn't mean that you won't right. ever. It's just a practice. It means that you, the longer you practice this, you know, the more you are likely to be able to um, look at something, the cacophony around you and being the calm in the middle of a storm. Right. But do you suggest like, you know, a quick closing your eyes, turning around in your seat? I know I had a guy on my show many years ago. I think his name was Don Joseph Gowie. Have you ever heard of him? No, I don't know that name. Um, And he talked about this little peace meditation. And he said, think of the palm of your hand Hmm. as being something almost like a button. Hmm. And practice several times a day, pushing in the center of the palm of your hand and in your mind saying, I can see peace instead of this. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's sort of, and so that's something I know occasionally when things have been crazy, I can sort of in my mind touch my palm with my thumb and sort of say in my mind, I can see peace instead of this. That's a great way too. One of the things that I do when I go into a workplace is I teach people, um, because we spend so much time in seated positions, especially in front of computers, and and when I was a journalist for thirteen years, yeah. as you know, we were um, we did a lot of events together. Um, a food journalist and I sat in front of a computer with I'm just going to say it with writer's block, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for eight or ten hours, <laughs> and and um, you know, I would have to um, intentionally and kind of systematically move my body. And mindfully move my body in without leaving the chair sometimes. And so that's what I go in and I teach people to do in the workplace. I taught some of my colleagues, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the editorial um, hallway to do the same. And um, I do that through yoga. So one of the things with yoga is that yoga, at least, speaking of hatha yoga, uh, which is what most of us practice in the United States, um, Yoga is a way to combine movement and breath to achieve moving meditation, so moving mindfulness. And so you can do that even in your office and in your chair. So if you are in your office and maybe you can close the door, um, you um, move in a very intentional and mindful way. And maybe you've learned some uh, movements through a yoga practice, but maybe not. Maybe it's a, you know, stretching the arms overhead and holding them there and paying attention to that. So you're not thinking about the right. writer's block. Right. <laughs> you you're know? thinking about the arms you're overhead. You're thinking about the arms overhead. You're feeling the stretch. You're paying attention to the breath as you do. Maybe you forward fold. Maybe you twist. You know, there's all kinds of ways to do that. And on the 19th, when we have this event at New Rift Distillery, that's part of what we're going going to do is we're going to sit in a chair. You know, no one has to bring mats. No one even has to wear schmancy yoga pants. Right. <laughs> um, 
and we're going to learn to move intentionally. Well, as always, it's just a pleasure to oh, talk to you. you. And I'm it really is. looking oh. forward to February 19th, yes. Breathe with Donna Covrett. And I'll make sure to put all of this information on my blog. It'll be online. We'll get people aware of how to come and join us. But really, come and learn how you can take a few minutes out of your day to learn better meditation, mindfulness, yoga in your chair at work, the whole shebang. We'll we're going to do it. it and you'll have cocktails afterwards. And cocktails. So, I mean, we're going to call that kind of a detox and retox. I like it. I, how I spend most right. of my days. No. <laughs> All right, Amy. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure thank to be with you. Thank you, Don. I really appreciate you coming today. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. Q102.